Indeed, there are more questions than answers. Like, am I the only one that can totally see myself working in a mirror factory? Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I often practice my jokes in the mirror over and over, just yeah. to be completely sure I'm not a vampire. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Hi, America. Hello, world. My name is Adrian Lee, and I am your host. Welcome to the show, More Questions Than Answers, the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio, entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre and just plain weird. If you've just tuned especially into the show, then I admire your taste. If you've just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I'm huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Each week we press our ear against the bedroom wall, whatever my mother listened to before she went to bed. Pick some pause (laughs) on our unconscious mind. Let's have a listen tonight. She's picking up good vibrations. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's hope she's finished before my dad comes to bed. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. So, Love you, Jenny. Jenny. Snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights, and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly the mysterious and elephant Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She is also our producer and sound engineer. Heather threw a boomerang several years ago now she lives in constant fear. Welcome to the show, Heather. <laughs> Hello. Relax, it was made in China. It won't come back. Wow. I also wish to introduce the mad and crazy Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle has the heart of a lion 
and a lifetime ban from the local zoo. Mm. Welcome to the show, Michelle. <laughs> 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 that 30-30 does yep. well. I asked the lion in my wardrobe what it was doing, and it said, Narnia business. Oh, my God. <laughs> Aslan. <laughs> I love this show. I also to introduce our resident psychologist, Chad Peters. Chad broke his finger this week. On the other hand, he's doing okay. Welcome to the show, Chad. He only realised he'd broken his finger when he touched his leg and it hurt. Then he touched his head and it hurt. And then he touched his arm and it hurt. I'm a little slow. They're mad, they're bad, and they're paranormal. This is Season 3, Episode 50. I think a round of applause for 50. Episode 50. We need to have a cake. We need to celebrate such things. Series 3, episode 50. Only seemed like yesterday. It did. Well, almost a year ago, wouldn't it? 52 episodes would be Mm -hmm. a year, wouldn't it? So we're not a million miles away from a year of episodes of season 3. Wow. So as always, as convention dictates, we have the Martin Gong of Infinite (gasps) Knowledge, the compound (laughs) fracture that is Mm. the Gong of Infinite Knowledge with the twisted epididymis of facts and the cracked weenus of statistics sound (gasps) back... Uh, like a, <laughs> a twisted epididymis of facts and a cracked weenus of statistics sounds like a difficult weekend, doesn't it? Terrible. Hard. Or, or like time. a pig. Yeah, well, I'm and not... And a corkscrew and all. Wow. What? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, you didn't know that? Uh, pigs have corkscrewed weenuses? Is that something okay to that say? That is the it? term we use, yeah. yes. yes. <laughs> the only problem with that, and I'm fully aware of what a pig looks like downstairs, is the fact that your weenus is actually the flesh on your elbow. That's true. So this little bit of flesh here that oh. I'm pulling at the moment... See, I'm pulling my weenus <gasps> live on air. You're touching your uh-huh. weenus oh, on air. Oh, my. <laughs> you see how it springs back again, because I'm well dehydrated. It's to be bigger. <laughs> we could be weenus brothers. Michelle, let's be weenus brothers. Look, look there we go. Touching of the elbows, we are now Weenus Brothers. Wow. You leave yeah. this show. I did not know that. With more than you <laughs> arrived with. I wondered why you suddenly interjected with the pigs, twig, and berries, but uh, yeah, you know, we shall paper over that crack. <laughs> <laughs> born, born on this very day in 1931 was the legendary actor James Dean, famous for his roles in Giant Rebel Without a Cause, although in this room it should be Rebel Without a Clue. East of Eden, before his untimely death, of course, in 1955. So, happy birthday, wherever you are, James Dean. So, for the first time <gasps> in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that bizarre, strange, and fascinating facts about James Dean. Ooh. Fan of James Dean? Do you like James Dean, Morris? He's You like James Dean? Yeah. He was a very dirty, scruffy man. He never used to change his shirt. He used to walk around with that shoes and socks on and an old pair of jeans. He really had... No concept of personal hygiene, the laundry. Or he didn't care. Yes, or he was mentally ill. Any of the three above. Fan of James Dean? Huge. Huge Loved him. Chad, any thoughts now? A little before my time. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) funny man. Take that, Michelle. Way to go, Todd. (laughs) Wow. James Dean was suspended from school for three days for doing what to a heckler who disturbed him during an acting competition. He's at school. He's having an acting competition. He's at the front. He's saying his lines. There was a heckler in the audience. He got suspended for three days for doing this. What did he, he do? He either gave him the Three Stooges eye poke. The Three Stooges eye poke. Or he spit on him. Knock, 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 knock. Three days 
expelled from school, suspended from school. Yep. You're going to spread your chips liberally like we do always. Yep. He's either spattered him. Yep. Or he's given him the old Three Stooges. Yep. What's the Three Stooges I poke? You know where he, you know they give you the right in the eyes. The oh, fork the two. in the eyes. Oh, and you put your hand between the two. I'm yeah. seeing what you... Here, don't do it. I'll do it to you right now. <laughs> That'll help my reading, won't it? On, I know. I am wearing my reading glasses and Three Stooges <laughs> eye poke protection. Right. Now available from Walmart <laughs> at a very reasonable price of twelve ninety nine, And you buy one, you get one free. One They'll free probably child. pay us to advertise that now. Sweet. I suspect not. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, what did James Dean do to the heckler in school? He cursed him out roundly. He roundly cursed him out in front of the principal, yep. everyone that was there. Yes. Got him into a lot of trouble. Chad, what did James Dean do to the heckler? Oh, just straight up punched him in the face. I shall nice. give you some points, Chad. He actually <laughs> right. grabbed him and throttled him and choked him. He shook him warmly by the throat, apparently. Nice. I love him even more. And he got yes. three days warmly. suspension. I bet every comedian out there has wanted to jump off the stage. And choke a heckler, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. What unusual thing could James Dean do with a cigarette? Simple enough question. This was one of his... He could uh, flip it in his mouth. He could flip a cigarette in his mouth. Yep. So he puts it in his mouth. Is yep. it lit or unlit? Lit. It's lit. And then brings it back out again. Yep. If you swallow a lit cigarette, ladies and gentlemen, it does hurt twice. Oh. True enough. You leave this show with more than you arrive with. Michelle, what thing, what miraculous and incredible thing could James Dean do? With a cigarette. He could do that magic trick where you make it disappear. There you go. He squashes his hands together like the Joker did with a pencil. Yes. Nice. Pushed it up his nose. Yep. Perfect. Chad. He could put it out on his tongue. Ooh. I tell you what, I'm feeling very generous. I'm feeling philanthropic. Chad can have a couple of points. Miss Morris can have a couple of points. He used to get an unlit cigarette in his lips. He would then take a match that was lit... (gasps) put that in his lips he would then make the two things disappear and the cigarette would come back out lit oh wow he could light oh a cigarette God. in his <sighs> mouth but he did like magic he was an amateur i really like him now magician <laughs> i said magic no <laughs> no <laughs> negative we can do magic magic no okay michelle i'll give you a couple as well Come it's the 50th him. episode i'm feeling very giving there you go I once took out a packet of cigarettes after making love. I thought there was something in the way. Oh, God. <laughs> Gross. Those things are not done. No, that's why I can't light them. James <laughs> Dean. James Dean lost what in the family barn? Answer the question. His virginity. Win the points. Oh, in the family barn. Yeah. With little rats nibbling away. Yeah. All of the prickly hay. Roll in the hay. He had yep. a roll in the hay. Yes. Yeah, that cow still writes, Keep apparently. Going. I'm not changing. <laughs> You're going to stick with that, are you? Yes. How old was he when this happened? Eight. Eight. <gasps> oh, that's, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Weirdly early. This is Wisconsin. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. So you saying he was practicing the physical arts in the family barn. That's what he lost. Yeah. Back in the day. Between eight and ten. Bet- oh. oh. Okay. Yeah, okay, even, then. Yeah, yeah. Well, fair enough. That's Maybe not, 12. not better. Chad, I'm going to go to you next. What are your thoughts? What are you thinking there? Oh, what did he lose in the family barn? Uh, that one of his iconic costumes. He lost an iconic costume in the family barn. Where did you put my clothes? I put them in the barn. <laughs> I suppose it was a silly thing to do. What with the weather or being so bad and all. 
Isn't that an England yes, accent? No, yeah. <laughs> Fertilizer. <laughs> I'm losing my grip on the day. Michelle, help me out. What did he lose in the family barn? His grandfather's watch. He lost his grandfather's watch. He actually set up a trapeze in the family barn and he fell off the trapeze and he lost his front two teeth. He smashed his teeth in. Ooh. He was wearing false teeth. Hmm. In all of those films, and he had to wear them for the rest of his life, which wasn't too much longer, oh, unfortunately. Oh. There we go. I took a flying trapeze class once, and for 20 bucks, I learned that I have little upper body strength, a petrifying fear of heights, and the ability to pee into a net. So that was money well spent. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> to be fair, a net's still right. Ooh. Oh, God. A net. <laughs> During the filming of the first scene in Giant with Elizabeth Taylor, Dean stopped halfway through the scene and did what in front of everyone? Belched. You're saying it's the first scene. You've gathered all the film crew together. There's Elizabeth Taylor looking resplendent. It's the first scene. It's either belched or puked. In the first film. You love to give me multiple answers, (laughs) don't you? Well, I think he might have been nervous in front of her, so it's burped or puked. He wasn't feeling well. I will tell you that Dennis Hopper tells this story. The reason I know this is it was in Dennis Hopper's biography. He actually was witness to this. And you're going to go either belched or puked or being sick. Yeah. Weak stomach? No, I'm throwing it just as far as everybody He was nervous. He was nervous. Yeah. A little bit scared. Yeah. A little bit concerned. Mm -hmm. Michelle. What did James Dean do in the middle of the first scene of the film with Giant with Elizabeth Taylor? I think he whipped it out and took a pee. He whipped it out. He took a wee-wee. He squeezed the lemon. He wrote his name in the dirt, but it was in Elizabeth Taylor's handwriting. Ooh, Chad. I think Michelle is absolutely right. He wanted to look like he was nervous or fidgety, and uh, and he he whipped it out. I'm going to give everybody points. Yay! He had a wee. He stopped halfway through, got out the twig, did a wee in front of everybody. Yeah, I guess if you've got to go, right? <laughs> right. Wow. I was looking for a wee joke, and uh, you're in luck. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, we're no. not. On this day in 1926, Walt Disney Studios was founded. <gasps> Walt Disney had a little company with his brother. I think it was called the Disney Brothers. But he actually founded the Walt Disney Studios on this very day in 1926. So for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating facts about Walt Disney. Are you a fan of Walt Disney, Miss Morris? I love him. You well, like kind Disney? of. I guess it's not politically correct to love him, but I love him as a little kid. Well, you can like the kid. films, can't you? You can like their work. Yeah, I always la, dreamt of working. La, Don't. La, la, I will cry. La, la. Stop it. I love him. <laughs> I always dreamt of going there. Oh. Do you uh, like Disney? Are you a fan of Disney, Michelle? Big fan. Grew up with it. Chad, do you like Disney? Probably not as much as most people. Who's your favorite character? Who would you say? I like Donald Duck. <laughs> I quite like Donald Duck. Wearing no pants, of course. Wow. Who's your favourite character? Out of all of them? There's a lot to choose from, isn't there? I know. I have too many. I can't even pin it down to one, to be honest. Donald Duck was annoying. Goofy was particularly annoying. Because he was apparently a cow who knew. I knew. That was reasonably obvious, wasn't it? No, Goofy's a dog. No, he's a cow. He's not a cow. He's girlfriend. He is a cow. No, he's a dog. 
Goofy is a cow. I'm going to type it in while you guys have What do we get if we're right? Tell me. Are you willing to bet some points on this? I am willing to bet 100 points. You're you're willing to bet 100 points right now that Goofy's a cow. That's right. I'm typing it in. What are you thinking? Chad, I think he's a dog. Oh, definitely. What are you going with, Michelle? I think he's a dog because he's so got them got, front teeth. We've got three dogs and a cow. There we go. We shall find the answer out very soon. And Miss Morris has staked. Yes. I like the way Chad's looking as well because whatever. Oh, Mich- yeah, we got a bad yeah, That's right. Yeah. I'm not believing Trust anything that comes out of that corner. <laughs> Didn't even true. occur to me. I have yes. to tell you, I'm a very cynical Brit. I'm not into all of the Disney stuff. As a historian, I hate what they've done to Pocahontas and everything else. You know, you're only going to be a fabulous princess if you turn to catholicism god forbid you should stay a native american i i dislike the politics i dislike the veneer i dislike that sickly treacly kind of american apple pie marilyn monroe kind of attitude i went to the disney studios and i was in los angeles i was filming an episode of my real ghost story people can look that up if they wish to see me on that particular show and i went there and i was in the coach the bus on the way there and I'm going through the car park and I'm thinking I'm either going to think this is the best thing ever or I'm going to think it's just terrible. Why am I here? And I went around with a face on me like a miserable, grumpy old Brit. And it was the best thing ever. I absolutely Great. loved it. It was just a joy. So it tells you that you can change a grumpy, miserable, old, depressive Marvin the Robot from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Brit. Miss Morris is looking like a woman who's just lost 100 points. Mm, <laughs> apparently he go. was a dog. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. what Snopes says. Well, I'm no expert, Michelle, he but was... I believe you're on 104. I'm oh. on 100. Chad's on 104. He was known as Dippy Dog. Oh. There and, was a conspiracy uh, theory, though. That is true. Yep, yep. See? Chad's going to give me some And Heather's points. on <laughs> minus 96. It's an ill wind, Miss Morris. Whatever. The Lion King film was the first cartoon Disney made that what? Now, you need to complete the sentence. The Lion King was the first film in the canon of Disney films that had this. What was it? That had this, huh? Yes. Was in uh, 3D. 3D, Lion King. The scene where they bring down the gazelle was particularly impressive. Yeah. 3D, Disney. I'm going to look that up, too. Don't go looking up the answers. This is like doing a pub quiz, (laughs) and you're in the restroom on your phone. Quick, tell me, who was the king of France during the revolution? Michelle. Uh, The Lion King film. I think it's either something to do with Elton John or Africa. I do believe he won an Oscar for the soundtrack of that, so that's a really good guess. I like that. Chad, what are your thoughts? I think it was the first one based on a Shakespeare play. Ooh. Oh, I, I know think, it. I actually think Pocahontas was based on Romeo and Juliet. I, I know think it. Is where we are. I know it. What are you going with, Miss Morris? Well, it was the first script to be completely original. How did you know that? Where did oh, you pull that from? It's a miracle. How could you possibly know that? It's almost like you're it becoming clever through osmosis. It's a remarkable time. Heather Morris is a cheating bean clap, but she is 100% correct. She's now on minus 94. Nice. It was the first original story. It wasn't an adaptation or a pre-existing oh, wow. sure. story. I should do this more often. How did the, Don't go looking this up. How did the Disney Park staff kill Walt Disney's parents? There. Horrific, right? How did what? the Disney Park staff kill Walt Disney's parents? 
literally or figuratively? He, they killed them. Dead. Outright. Oh, Done. They burned their Pushing effigies. up the daisies. Popping they off this mortal coil. Them. They set them on fire. Yeah. What a ride that was. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's your parents. I love that ride. Quick, let's get some s'mores going. My favourite. So you're saying the Disney park staff killed Walt Disney's parents by setting them on fire. Yeah. Okay. Look at the glee on your face. You yes. can look a bit more moribund. <laughs> a bit more upset. Michelle, how did they kill Walt Disney's parents? They made them go on It's a Small World multiple times. Oh, <laughs> to the point where they took their own life. Yes. Can't do it anymore. Yep. Done. Done. Chad. <laughs> Bring some sanity back to the proceedings. They put them as characters, like their faces as characters that died on one of the rides. Wow. It is literal. They did actually kill them. This is remarkable. Yeah. When Disney became successful, he bought his parents a house and he got the repairman from the studio to fix anything that went wrong in the home. So in 1938, his parents reported a furnace problem. The team failed to turn up and take care of the issue. And his mother, Flora, died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, no. His father, Elias, was critically ill but actually survived. So the park staff were told to go and fix the furnace. They forgot or didn't get round to it. And his mother died from carbon monoxide poisoning because they didn't get round to it in time. Wow. So it is 100% true. I cannot give the points away. That's mm-hmm. remarkable, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Phenomenal yeah. facts that you're hearing here on More Questions. The answers. Disney allows what feral animal to roam its theme parks without issue squirrels. or capture. You're saying the little squirrels oh. are allowed to jump in and, and out of chipmunks. The... Chipmunks as well. Anything yeah. else you want to throw? Sea lions, mm. killer whales, meerkats, meerkats. Oh, yes, <laughs> it's a whole menagerie of animals. <laughs> Look at that dolphin going unevaded through the concession stand as we speak. Helping himself to popcorn. He's going to choke. I vote for all of those. You're going to go with all of the above. Squirrels. What animal can run around the park? Chipmunks. Unevaded. Meerkats. Avoiding capture. What's this? What's my mammal? (laughs) (laughs) You're winning if that was the game. If we're playing what's my mammal, you're in a runaway, unassailable lead, Miss Morris. What are your thoughts, Michelle? Otters. Otters. Raccoons. Raccoons. Everybody loves otters. And... Opossums. Opossums. You don't have to pay. Go through the back door, opossum. You're welcome on all of the rides. Yeah. There you go. They get a pass to go on anything they want. You could be sitting on a ride and there's an opossum sat next to you. Yeah. Noisy when they're eating, though. I know, they're just sitting there like roadkill. (laughs) Chad, what animal is allowed? They get up after the ride, but during the ride, they look kind of dead. So the the opossum's pretending they're dead in the line for the Raiders of the Lost Ark ride. (laughs) Madness. I'm going with Heather. Uh, squirrels and chipmunks. I think she nailed it. It's a mammal you haven't actually discussed yet. No Cats. It's not on the... Oh, Michelle has really? grasped the points at the very last minute. She's now up to 106. Cats are allowed to run around unevaded without capture. Bad news for Mickey Mouse at the end of the day, right? <laughs> wow. That was then. But this is now as we enter our favorite part of the show. It's the mailbag. Oh, yeah! right, mailbag. <laughs> We love the mailbag. Remember, any time you can write to us. If you go to Facebook, search for more questions than answers with Adrian Lee. All of the stories are there and much, much more. All of the banter, the jokes, the camaraderie, everything is there for you. Why are you not there? It's a fabulous place to be where we have 24-hour sunshine and free drinks. That's Facebook. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. 
and I would love to read out your comments of support. Eric, he's our new Patreon member. So oh, many thanks, thanks for that. He's yeah. contributing Thank you, Eric, so much. So a lot of the things we're doing in this show. So we really want sure. to say a big thank you for that. He adds, I'm a psychology professor. And while I listen, very skeptically, <laughs> to several paranormal shows, this is my favorite Aww. and the only one I share with my students. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. Right. You say that, but it worries me that a psychology professor tells his students that this is the show to listen to. Because we're all mad. Like it's some sort of social experiment. <laughs> You're yeah. like a bobo doll. You know, Chad's doing Harlow's Monkey. There's a whole series of experiments. I'm Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. Well, don't let the cat out of the bag. Well, are I'm you Pavlov's are you dog. Oh, hang on. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely salivating. Hang on, let's see what happens. Oh, oh that's dribble coming out mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. Can I have a cookie? No. <laughs> I'm only trying to help you, Michelle. <laughs> Good times. We thank Eric for that. If you wish thank to donate you. to the show, we have a Patreon site. This show's free. It will always be free, but we have many costs. We have studio costs. We have to pay for all of the platforms that our show is currently on, and I'll read those out very shortly. So anything you can do to help us would be very grateful. You can offer a single dollar an episode if you wish to contribute. If we get to the magic number (gasps) that is $100 for one episode, and we're not that far short, we said some months ago that we would put cameras in the studio, and we would film ourselves doing this show by the way we have so much fun i have to tell you we have this amazing studio we have so much fun i've got my mother snoring distantly i've got martin's gong here of infinite knowledge we sit here surrounded by fairy lights and drinks we've uh, duct tape michelle showed me a roll of duct tape which will be used later Mm. but we have a lot of fun stagnation people tell me it's a cord for moving yes it does have a purpose (laughs) what studio wouldn't be complete without duct tape would it but we have a lot of fun we have the most amazing amount of fun and people should come and visit us and sit with us in the studio but we will get the cameras in here if we come across that magic threshold that is a hundred dollars there we're going to put that out there that means we're going to have to come into the studio reasonably well dressed with our hair combed a little bit of makeup chad Pants. Pants. The usual things. We can't be sitting here like we do. I'm going to have to do more than the eyeliner that I usually do. It's very attractive, though. Look at him. Very EMO. Yeah. (laughs) I was thinking Depeche Mode, to be honest. 1982. This is where I was. Joel also upped his support as well. So many thanks for that. And I think Nicole as well Uh has donated some money. Oh, awesome. Wow. So we have a lot of people contributing to the family that is this show, keeping it up and running. And we really appreciate that i'd quite like to go and visit eric actually and chat in front of his students they could ask me questions about the paranormal mm, about my psychic fun. skills i'd be happy to do that I'd cool. to hide. i used to be a teacher many years ago heater our good friend oh, of hi, course, heater. in new york he has written what if we're all ghosts who think they are listening to the radio and Adrian and his crew have been talking to us through a ghost box. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Could happen. That's a paradox, I believe. Mm. Heater listens to us first on the Dark Matter Digital Network at 10 p.m. Central Time. Every Friday we will have a one, one. We have one listener in New Yay! York. I love it. Ooh, well, that's Martin. We, we like have one. 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. Diana in Minnesota posted... You know what would suck? If when you died, you found out there were ghost jobs 
like he had to work at the ghost post office. No. It's so true. No. <laughs> when you're dead, so of course, <laughs> you have no physical body, so you don't need food. You can't eat food. You've got no physical body, so you don't need clothes. You don't need anywhere to live. Money would be redundant. There would be no use for it. What would you be buying at that point? You don't think there's still things you might want in the afterlife? Someone's got to bring it to you. What things would you want? That <laughs> I are want outside? revenge. You want revenge, eh? <laughs> That's a very abstract thought. <laughs> I I like it. There's Charles Bronson Morris sat in the corner yeah. over there. What are you, Liam Neeson all of a sudden? <laughs> yep. Outrageous little bit of politics there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Diner is listening to us on soundcloud of course i mentioned we have many archives for the last five years all of our shows are on soundcloud go to more questions and answers with adrian lee and if you're listening to soundcloud now why not press the little orange love heart show us how much you appreciate what we do you can listen to those shows back to back if you're sitting in the middle of a psychology experiment if you're currently waiting two hours to get on the small world after all ride in disney you can listen to the show it's all available for you on there we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show and around we call not for your mother that we can't read out on air so you do actually get a little bit more if you jump over to there you get a bit more of the show that we can't do for fear of being removed for fear of getting a hefty fine because that round is not for your mother and when we're searching through the stories of the paranormal strange intriguing bizarre and weird we come across stories of a rather sexual nature mm. stories that are laden with big globular sticky films of Innuendos. Innuendos. Large smears of dribbly. Rickleagina. Dribbly oh, Rickleagina. Oh, 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 oh. You heard it here. Salty Laginas. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Mm-hmm. That's a shocking image that's just been conjured up in my mind. You're welcome. I'm going to have to drink some kerosene just to get the taste <laughs> out of my mouth. Nice. But if you jump over to there, you have a little bit more as well. And we're on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout. <laughs> Buzzsprout. <laughs> Bus stop, <laughs> Woodstock, The Doors, Jimi Hendrix, Led Zeppelin, Spotty Flies, Biplanes, Flyplanes. Nobody can find oh, yeah, us. I love Flyplanes. Everything mm, is there yeah. for you. If you can't find us, you've only got yourself to blame. Lorraine randomly posted, let's give Chad a shout out. He gets 36 points. Oh, I love this woman. Oh, Chad, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a, awesome. She's up to, Chad's up to 142 points. Dang. Far and away the best I've ever done. Yes, but there is still a long way to go, and the good Lord I don't it. get to read out stories. That's why I need the points. Yes, but you're so good at getting all the right answers to the quiz, right? It's true. I do have 100. Yeah. Uh, and I may give you some points as well for your random fascinating fact mm. that is also oh, imminent. She continues, you guys, I love you guys, you make me happy. Aww. Especially when you read my posts. <laughs> She's ecstatic tonight. <laughs> Thanks, Lorraine. Let's just turn the lights down low. Mm. Make sure you're nice and comfortable. And you must be warm in all that blouse. She says, I mean, seriously, I get goosebumps when you read my name on the show. Ooh. I think we should say Lorraine as many times as we can manage in the next 10 seconds. Mm, Lorraine. Lorraine. Oh, Lorraine. Lorraine. Lorraine in Spain. Stays Lorraine. 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 Okay, that's good. My mother has posted. <gasps> I love oh, Jenny. Oh, really? yes. Jenny Lee has posted in some sort of surreal existentialist shenanigans. 
I will try to stay awake tonight. Sorry for snoring on your show. Oh, <laughs> she is adorable. I love That's you, Jenny. hilarious. Art has become real life, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Very bizarre. Elizabeth has said... Whichever of you guys yelled putting on the Ritz in the background <laughs> of last you. week's yeah, show, that was Adrian. It was you made hilarious. me wet myself laughing. <laughs> Great. Put it on the Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Still winning. Gregory posted, hey, Adrian, I told all my friends about the show. Now I have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm not sure what to do about that. Yeah. You didn't need them anyway. No. Hello, We're darkness, your new friend. My old friend. <laughs> this is a joy, isn't it? Should we talk about the Curse of Oak Island this week? Oh, God. Miss Morris, explain what bizarre and strange things we do collectively on a Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time. Every Tuesday at 8, we all head to Facebook on More Questions Than Answers with Adrian Lee, and we meet up on a particular post, and then we watch the show. Yeah. And when we watch the show, we decide to have a GIF war, or a comment war, or we try to break Facebook like we've done several times. It's the highlight of my week. It is so much fun. You mentioned to me, Chad, before the show that you only spend about four minutes collectively actually watching the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, total. The rest is all spent on comments. Or liking comments. It's a a huge party. It is. Let me recap for Chad because he missed some of the show. What he actually missed on the Curse of Oak Island this week. (laughs) Thanks. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Something rusty, I believe. I have no idea. I don't care anymore. Part of a bucket, was it, or something? I don't, I don't know. know, but I do uh, have to... It was to... a pointy thing. It was a pointy end of a bucket. It was a shish kebab. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so I have to tell you that Martin was awesome. His new favorite mm-hmm. person is the lady Vanessa. driller. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, with the <laughs> awesome braid. The innuendos oh. that fly from her mm-hmm. mouth are amazing. Mm-hmm. You the rude, filled comments of filthiness of innuendo. Yes. yes. Wiggling your shaft about and all kinds of fabulous Oscillation. things. You have to be there on Tuesday. <laughs> Vanessa. Mm. Why, why Vanessa? Oh, you look hot in that hat. Isn't Vanessa the lady that's on Austin Powers? Isn't that Oh, oh, I right. think so. Yes. What's the yeah, model? The Elizabeth Hurley. Into a robot. It's Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah, Elizabeth it? Hurley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is Vanessa Kensington, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Is that right? I think so. Oh, Vanessa. Yeah, I think so. I wonder where that name sounded familiar to me. Uh, Dave has written on our yeah. wall. Dave, a good listener and contributor to the show, says uh, he's asking when is Adrian's state of the Oak Island address? <laughs> <laughs> right about now. <laughs> he says he wants it on video with me in an Elmo suit. Elmo. Yes, I believe that to be the case. I don't see why not. They have to provide the suit. Yes, I don't if know you provide the suit, of... I'll do a State of the Oak Island address. Shouldn't oh, take very God. long, should it, is what oh. I'm saying. Oh, you committed to it right there. We should sit and I talk about it. all the immigrants that have come to Oak Island over the last 2,000 yes. years. Mm-hmm. The Vikings, the Romans, all of the English. The aliens. The aliens. The, the Templars. Americans, Templars, Egyptians. South Americans, the Aztecs. I mean, there's all been... Oh, yes. Are the Phoenicians covered there? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, from every other planet as well, including Mars. Pygmies. Pygmies, yeah. Pygmies, they've all been there. <laughs> so there we go. Join us at 8 p.m. Central Time on Tuesday evening. It's all there for you. Chad, it is the time of the evening. I shall give you some points for this. To read out your bizarre and random fact of the evening, Sivu play Dr. Peters. Sometimes people who take placebos report side effects. Those side effects are called nocebos. 
Oh. Nocebos. Uh-huh. Mm. I, like that. I like it. You leave this show with more than you arrive with. Chad, I should give you some more points. You're now up to 150 points. You're doing very, very oh, well as we enter the round that is Ghosts and Hauntings. It's the stories from around the world this week filled with spookiness. But remember, we do not do orbs. Dancing on Ice's Gemma Collins says she is a white witch and can communicate with the dead. Wow. A bit of activism. Yes. That was very dramatic. More of a burp, to be honest. (laughs) The reality star says she sees ghosts all of the time and can communicate with them. She told the Sun's Bazaar column she is now planning her own TV show where she reads other celebrities' tarot cards, which are used to predict the future. Speaking at Shocktoberfest, Gemma37 said, I see ghosts all the time. All the time. Ever since I was a little girl, I've seen this woman. I can't believe she was ever a little girl. I've had this affinity to connect with spirits and talk to them. It's just something I've always been able to do. I'm actually a white witch. I can do tarot cards and all that. Well, I do tarot cards. Bunk! There was two there. If you are one. playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, Miss Morris has allowed you to have two shots Yay! to get you up and running this evening. We call that high-functioning schizophrenia. Well, I was about wow. to say I do some of that, but I'm not, I'm not volunteering <laughs> to put that in place. I need to talk to some TV producers about doing my own show on it. My dream show is to have this haunted house and get some celebrities in there, and then I can do their tarot cards and speak to the dead with them. Like all of the other shows that have ever been done for the last 25 years. We call mm. that high-functioning schizophrenia for profit. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to have some of that piece of cake. Right. It's not the first time that former I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here contestant has diced with goodish goings on. When she was in the Big Brother house, Gemma thought she had seen a ghost. At the time, she said, I've just seen something effing scary in the mirror. Everyone's thinking it, aren't they? But no one's saying yeah, it. No. It's someone <laughs> peeping through the curtain. Oh, my God. Open that effing door now. Is it a ghost? I'm going to quit. Or what a crock of shenanigans. You decide. <laughs> Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. I should give myself two points for being fun and informative. I'm now up to a hedonistic 102. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? Well... I know it's a little late, but this just happened. A Pennsylvania mother and her teenage daughter did not have a good time when they went to Dorney Park in Wildwater Kingdom for the park's annual Halloween haunt attraction (laughs) and have now filed a lawsuit against the park. Uh Uh-oh. I know. Scary, right? Shannon Sacco claims that her daughter suffered debilitating injuries after one of the costume characters scared and caused her to fall to the ground. Oh, God. So she went, ah! (laughs) I'm glad you highlighted that for me. I was wondering how that would have happened. I can now see it clearer in my mind's eye. Can you? I'm painting a picture with my imagination. Yeah, maybe we should get some... The windmills of my mind. We should get some stuff to do, like, sound effects in the studio. Like, be a full-functioning... Foley artist thing. I'll yeah. bring the tinfoil. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring a bucket of water and a straw. I'll bring that sheet, like a sheet what makes thunder. A wobble board. Yeah. Ooh, we got a rain <laughs> stick in the corner, but don't oh, turn it over. No. We flooded the last time that happened. Shout out any <laughs> sound effect, and I can do it for you now, orally. Mm. Siren. 
Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> oh, nailed it. Nailed it. Next, shout him out. Duct Rick. tape ripping off someone's mouth. <laughs> it's like Police Academy. A cricket? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, that was a cricket who's not moving or dead. Right, see, I'm on top of my game. Wow. Oh. Sako accused the park of negligence because they did not inform Sako and her daughter that they could have purchased a no-boo necklace, which would have alerted the costumed employees that they did not wish to be scared. Wait a second. You're going to a haunted house. Yeah. But I don't want to be scared. Are you serious? I agree with that. I'm happy to go to a haunted house, but I don't want to be scared either. So I'm 100% behind that. I want a no-boo bracelet. I want no-boo t-shirt, no-boo baseball cap. I want the full no-boo experience. <laughs> My God. I am a no-boo. Wasn't that Star Wars? Are you not Princess no. of no It's a fancy restaurant in New York. Yeah. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day, Michelle. We're going to go to a, a no-boo. Okay. Share that with you need you. a t-shirt that says, I am no boo. Yeah. I am no boo. Or a boo with a... <laughs> She's now picking out my wardrobe. Are you I in my am... fashion accessories? Yeah. Mm. Well, in addition, Sako claimed that her daughter had asked a group of costume characters to leave her alone, but they continued their attempts the to seven scare dwarves. her. It was Snow White <laughs> and the Seven Dwarves. Hand out. <laughs> leave me alone. This is shouty, oh, booey, no. jumpy. We're shouty, screechy, screechy, screamy, hairy, wailey. I think we've covered seven there. Touchy, touchy, grabby. Snow White was feeling touchy, slappy, and then Touchy got out of bed, so she felt slappy. She said that one of the characters sneaked up, sneaky, yes. On her <laughs> daughter from behind and shouted Ooh. loudly in her ear, causing her to fall forward into or onto the ground. Well, she was already on the ground, so how? Where she... seven midgets oh, then put the foot in. Oh, oh no! The lawsuit did not list her specific injuries, but stated that she suffered severe, permanent, and debilitating injuries. Well, not so funny now. Really? Yeah. What did she suffer? There's not even anything in here. It is so. She can't Bunk. look a midget in the eye. Mm. <laughs> I love this show. Have a think oh, no. about it. Just let that settle I for know. you. Just wow. let that no. permeate. Let's so, like yeah. a tea bag. Now, Just let, let it, it sit come in down the, to earth That's a right. Bit. Let it sit in the water be and Be prepared to be shocked. Oh, no. Sako is asking for, and I'm going to start going to haunted houses more, $150,000 in damages for her daughter because she had injuries, pain, emotional, and mental distress can you believe it i bet she gets it a she, portion of it really it's a haunted house i know but people are jerks nobody has that money when they're doing it they're doing it for the fun of it Those yeah people i wonder if they, it's the insurance me. that will be yeah. paying out yeah if they have to have insurance if they're a public i don't have insurance yes but we're not running an haunted house experience <laughs> are we and that's why Revenge i've never been getting business here. love that <laughs> avenger <laughs> oh no, I've been Morris. You owe me two hundred dollars. <laughs> Boom. Now remove his funny bone. That's fine. I'll, I'll be getting revenge, revenge. when I die. Mm. I'm back to Gemma Collins again. She's had a busy oh, busy week, hasn't great. she? Great. Gemma Collins brings a shaman to dancing on ice to cleanse the rink of negative energy. The Taui star enlisted the help of Sue, a shamanic practitioner. 
That means she's got a turtle shell around her neck and a rattle with teeth in it to prepare the studio for her performance on Sunday. In a video posted to Instagram, Gemma Collins said, I brought a psychic into the ice today to cleanse the energy no! for my performance She's on Sunday. She's a white witch. She doesn't need anybody else. No. Apparently she needs some help. Oh. There's very bad energy in this corner and it's affecting the performance. This will be the corner of the oval ice rink. What corner of the ice rink's that? Stop. Uh, the one where the wall meets the ice. There you go. Mm. They had to uh, stop an ice hockey match because there was a face-off in the corner. No. Oh, uh, uh, no. We are going to banish out all of the bad energy for this Sunday. Hell yeah. Banishing evil and shouting out hell yeah. Dichotomy. Mm, Gemma then right. filmed the psychic as she went around the ice chanting. So we've now got a woman slipping around on the ice holding a rattle full of teeth with a turtle shell around her neck. Wait, is she a psychic or a shaman? They are different, right? Yes. Gemma Collins claims to be a psychic. She's the lady a called witch. Sue, who she brought in, is a shamanic practitioner. Okay. So mm. we've got a crossover there. Gemma Collins' latest scheme comes after Dancing on Ice's Dan Whiston claimed Gemma's dramatic fall cursed. The other celebrity <laughs> contestants taking part in the program. The week before, 37-year-old wow. Gemma took a tumble on the ice. How during old is she? The live show. She's 37 years old, apparently. Uh, you can only sell your soul to the devil mm. so many times. Yeah. Slipping and damaging her leg during her routine with professional skate partner Mark Evans. And Dan, the show's associate creative director, believes that this marked the beginning of a dancing on ice curve. Speaking to the Sun Online, ice skater Dan said of last week's excessive injuries, it was really, really awful. And so was the show. <laughs> yeah. Ice rink curse, or it could be worse. <clears throat> you decide, go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, where all of tonight's stories are there for you. Michelle, you're currently on 106 points. Ooh. What have you got for me in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? Oh, this is the heart-pounding moment. A ghost chases intruders out of a notorious abandoned psychiatric hospital by smashing in an LP record. Oh, yeah. it's a criminal Thanks. record. <laughs> Anything by Britney Spears is a criminal record. Yeah, true. <laughs> Share that with you. Got to look out for the smooth criminals. Yes. <laughs> Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> that's that's not Britney Spears. Okay, thanks. Uh, yes, yeah, thank yeah, you you're good. Yeah. I looked at you, Chad, and sat there and thought, there's a man who knows everything about contemporary pop culture. I just You're, you're screaming <laughs> right. contemporary yeah. pop culture knowledge, aren't you, is what you are. Paranormal investigators faced the music when they visited the infamous Eloise Asylum in Westland, Michigan. The hospital, which has a reputation for hauntings, eventually inspired the 2017 horror blockbuster Eloise. Todd Bonner, co-founder of Detroit Paranormal Expeditions... Bunk. <laughs> if you're playing the Bell Bunch of Salt drinking game, real far you can now take another shot this oh, evening. Yes. Salute a plus <clears throat> cheers. Said Stop. it was not the first time his team had fled the building in terror. He said, we believe the building to be haunted. Amateur. Mm -hmm. They're in the wrong profession if their hobby is That's ghost right. hunting. And running. And at the first piece of paranormal oh. evidence that comes along, you go running through and do a dude run. That's right. I think dude they run. should be gardeners. And uh, going after, like, pansies? Ooh. Ooh. That was Chad Peters that nice. said that. If you're a big <laughs> lad from Detroit looking to beat somebody up. As we That's know like him, bird Todd. spotting. If you're bird spotting, you could spend three weeks in a hide looking for a bird to come along. 
and the first sign you find your transalpine club sparrow in full alpine colours ready to be mated, you suddenly do a run and you start screaming. I made that bird up. Mm. I have no knowledge of birds from the transalpine area. No, 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 no ornithology to back Mm-mm. that up. And I stole my runaway thing from Monty Python. Okay, oh. so I don't know what I'm doing and you're plagiarizing. <laughs> nice, go Michelle, on. what else have you got? Almost on a daily basis, strange occurrences happen there, including disembodied voices, shadow figures, footsteps, doors closing, and moving objects. We've had team members leave the building because of fear, and I'm included in that. Whatever. Yeah. In the video, the team are exploring a dark hallway in the facility when, out of nowhere, a loud crash is heard from behind them. They then announce to whomever is listening that they are leaving before seeing a vinyl record has been lifted from a shelf and smashed against the floor. Bunk. Go. Yeah. Mr. Bonner added that one of the group had reported seeing a shadowy figure only moments before the incident. They were in the dark. How'd they know? Go. Creepy. <laughs> if you wish to see the footage, if you wish to see the story in full, you can go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers, with Adrian Lee. I should give Michelle two points for being a little bit spooky. We now enter the round that is UFOs and cryptozoology. It's the stories from around the world that have green men and hairy beasties in them. What have you got for me tonight, Miss Morris? You're currently on minus 92, so it needs to be a good one. This oh, one... Heather is worth at least 175 points. Awesome. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> that seems a very random throwaway it figure. It has cryptozoology. It has aliens. It has everything you've ever wanted. When I'm sat Ooh. here now, you've gained my interest. I'm Let me have sat it. Here. And it's real. <gasps> everything on this show is real. Yeah. Bunk. Next. What have you got, Maurice? <laughs> Experts baffled. By a mysterious thing found crawling on a kitchen floor. Mm. You're cooking. Wow. Mm. Wow. Mm. A mom was horrified after she discovered mysterious baby rat aliens. I win. Baby rat aliens. Let's play I win. Baby rat aliens. Baby rat aliens in her kitchen. Ninja turtles. And even experts are struggling to identify them. That's how weird they are. They were totally bizarre. I even looked at them and went, what? But anyway, the critters described as something out of a horror movie have small round bodies with long thin tails and can be seen squirming around in a disturbing video filmed in Auckland, New Zealand. Ooh. Mm, They have a lot of baby rat aliens there, I hear. I know baby rat aliens. Mm -hmm. Tim Clerk spotted the creatures at his mum's house and appealed to his Facebook friends to try and identify them because they can be trusted. If you ever have a question, <laughs> yes. ask Facebook. Mm-hmm. You'll yeah. only mm-hmm. get honest answers, and they're always Every fruitful. I, I wrote my PhD on the back of that. Maybe they're orcs. <laughs> no, it's is just New tiny. Zealand. Oh, right. Tiny. That does make sense. They may be shrunk with a ray there, gun. I think. It might have been orc sperm because they're just tiny. Orc they're sperm. Yeah. Mm. Never thought in the history of broadcasting anyone would ever use the term orcs sperm. You're Let's welcome. play I win. Wow. <laughs> he wrote, my mother found these on the kitchen floor this morning. Uh-huh. One is still alive and wriggling, mate. Or something. <laughs> anyone know what they are? Nikki is horrified. And we'll have nightmares for weeks. I'm having nightmares for weeks, you're right. (laughs) So is every New Zealander who's hearing this. One person said they were 
The detached legs of a moth, mate. <laughs> what? <laughs> Another said, It's like someone cut the bottom end off a baby mouse. Eh? Back to Disney again. <laughs> Don't remember that episode. Another agreed that things looked like deformed baby mice while someone else chimed in with miniature bats. <gasps> Nobody oh. has any idea what these things are. But despite the disgusting... What do they taste like? Mm, chicken. <laughs> but despite the disgusting video being viewed more than 3,000 times, so not a lot in most yeah. people's books, because this is brand new. You're hearing it here first. You're right. hearing it here yes. first on MQTA. Mm-hmm. We are breaking the stories. We're breaking the baby <laughs> rat uh, yeah. aliens. That the rest of the world is jealous that we're yeah. amazing yeah. news organization that That's we right. are. Reuters. You're, you're all weeping jelly. in the background. Yeah, Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> Better luck next time. You're BBC. comparing Reddit to Reuters, are you? No, Reddit to MQTA. Woohoo! Is there pictures <laughs> that go with this story? Can you see what they look like? Yeah, you can actually. What, and what are they? Nobody knows, what really. What do you think they are? Mmm, gross. Fair enough. <laughs> I didn't know you had a science background. <laughs> Have we got room to squeeze more in? Yeah. Experts, too, were perplexed by the specimens. The biosecurity New Zealand entomology team suggested the video showed the detached legs of a moth, but they suggest that something, possibly a cat, had just recently eaten the body of the moth, which would explain why the few of the legs were still twitching. I mean, they were still moving. I can't help thinking that if a cat eats a moth, that's like eating a cracker. That's a bit dry and dusty, isn't it? You'd want to drink with it, wouldn't you? (laughs) Right. That's like just eating some, what do you call them over here? Saltines, is that right? Dust. Dust. Get some milk. (laughs) Dust. 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 Insect expert Eric Edwards, science advisor and entomologist with the New Zealand Department of Conservation, then weighed in and said that they could be rat tailed maggots. I mean, <gasps> they were gross. They were gross. Rat tailed maggots. Mm-hmm. This identity of this particular creature has yet to be determined. The Whoa. Old, little rat tailed alien. Mm. We're going to squeeze in one more story this evening. Michelle, what have you got for me in the round of The Strange and the Bizarre? Well, a student had the shock of her life when she <laughs> opened her closet <laughs> to find a strange man standing inside wearing her clothes. Oh, nice. Yeah. After Maddie of North Carolina noticed items of clothing were going missing and she heard a strange noise, she decided to investigate. Hearing noises coming from within the closet, she went to turn the knob and asked, Who's there? Before someone actually answered, It's me, it's Uncle Dave. <laughs> me, only... My name is Drew. Drew? I was close. Yeah. yeah I'm psychic. Yes. I got the D part, didn't I? She opened the door, and a man was stood there wearing her clothes, head to toe, including her shoes and socks. That's gorgeous. Yeah. The man, who has been identified as 30-year-old Andrew Clyde Swafford. But his name's not Drew at all, then, is it? Well, it's shortened version. Andrew. Yeah. Oh, Andrew. I'd never come across that before. I didn't realize that Drew came from Andrew was also holding a bag of her clothing. The University of North Carolina student told local television station WHNT19 she could hear rattling in my closet and I thought it was a raccoon. Then Uh, why would you ask who's there? Yeah. Since... She's been to Disney. Maybe it's a talking raccoon. There you go. 
sorry guys, since I've been living here, I have had pieces of clothing go missing, like shirts and pants. Waiting until her boyfriend arrived to help her, the student spoke calmly to Swafford and asked him to remove her clothes. No, I'd just I'd be, be like, like no, keep it, yep. keep it. You keep That's that, good. buddy. Yeah, We're the all last good. thing yep. you want to looking see is good. stripped down. Bye-bye now. And you're looking better than me in them. She said, you need to take my clothes off. So he did. Aww. Yeah. Then Swafford tried on more of her clothing and admired himself in the mirror while they waited for police to arrive. Yes, they did arrive at the Edge Apartments and took Swafford into custody. The clothes thief was detained and held in Guilford County Jail for this incident, plus other charges. He is held on bail of $26,600, suspected of breaking and entering, identity theft, larceny, possessing stolen goods, and failing to appear in court in connection with... With previous cases. And bad fashion sense. (laughs) (laughs) I love the line. I love the line. Can you take my clothes off? (laughs) And he did. And then he... Oh, no. Get out. I don't want them. Nothing could be finer than to be in Carolina, dressed from head to foot in your clothes. Ew. We now enter the round that we call Not For Your Mother. It's the stories from around the world that are too rude to read out on air. We would get taken off air. We would get a hefty fine. Yeah. But in our archives, where you now find us, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. If you're on SoundCloud listening to us, why not press the little orange love heart? Yeah. Why not cut and paste the link? Put on your social media. This is a great show. These guys are very funny and spread it around. Why not tell all of your friends about what we do. That we're fabulous. Yeah. We just need a few more dollars as well on Patreon, I might Oh, add. God, yeah. Then you get to see us. We'll put that out there as well. But if your mother is of a nervous disposition, if she's not snoring and listening to the tunes of the Beach Boys, if you have small yeah. children running around. Midgets. And they're not being attacked at a theme park. Or by orcs. They need yeah. to be removed. You have been warned. Mum fears she'll get kicked out of a rented flat. That's an apartment. Mm, thank yeah. you. After accidentally leaving a penis-shaped blood stain on the wooden floor. Good That's night. disgusting. Trying your hardest to cover an unsightly stain somewhere in your home is a struggle that all renters will have encountered at one point or another. Have you tried Mr. Clean? But now, one woman has outdone us all after she accidentally spilt fake blood on the landlord's hardwood floors in a very noticeable shape of a penis mm. fake blood stains in the shape of a penis on a rented floor we've all been there we've yeah. all done it right yes talking to mum's net to ask for help cleaning the embarrassing stain the woman has written i went to a fancy dress party a few months ago and didn't realize until the next day that some fake blood had poured onto the floor hold a tick fancy dress party with fake blood costume party yeah Ooh, there's a difference in saying though fancy dress party is like texas and no. james bond in britain it took me a while to work this out but in britain it's a fancy dress party is what you call a costume party it's really? the same thing yeah mm. it took me a while to work that out but i got there in the end i've got rosetta stone <laughs> american-ish he did it wrong and a I'm, couple times i turned up in a tuxedo <laughs> and i felt like an idiot because everyone was dressed as elmo what can i say well Although the mum claims to feel terrible about it and is resigned to the fact she won't be getting her deposit back, 
She now fears she'll get kicked out of the flat when her landlord's daughter comes across the phallic stain. Unfortunately for the mum, the landlord's difficult daughter is also her flatmate, has decided to change all of the furniture around in her bedroom, including the table, which currently covers the mishap. So she tried covering it up, and her flatmate has decided to move all the furniture around. There's nowhere to hide the giant phallic stain of the bloody penis. Oh, that's just a bad phrase. With only a matter of days until the penis-shaped stain is exposed, the woman says she's desperate, and she's tried to wipe it down with nail varnish remover and white vinegar, but nothing has worked. It's a hard stain. She concluded, I am totally screwed and resigned to being hated for the rest of my lease. Unsurprisingly, users were quick to point out the awkward shape of the fake blood stain. Poking holes in the woman's story, one user replied, Seriously? It's cock and ball shaped. They're going to think you've got drunk and did that on purpose. How big was it? Well, it was average, about 12 inches. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Meanwhile, another added, Is it wrong that the fact you've managed to stain it in the shape of a giant knob made me smile? This story is cool, or it's all cock and ball. You decide. No. Go to our Facebook site, More Questions Than Answers, with Adrian Lee, and you will see the giant, phallic, blood-stained cock and ball for yourself in glorious, throbbing Technicolor. I know who she should call. Ghostbusters. No, one of those companies what cleans up after a murder Ooh. or someone dies. How would you have such numbers? Is it possible? They're in the yellow pages. They would be a, an ideal group of people to have, wouldn't they? That wouldn't be a great job, would it? Cleaning up a murder scene. Pays good. Picking up Pays bits really of brains good. and mm-hmm. so forth. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't do that. If you Mr. Clean. brain matter. If I could get used to the smells, like if someone died for you a long Vicks time. You put Vicks under your nose, you're fine. Oh, if someone dies and they're in their sofa and they're not found for six months, they become the sofa. The sofa and the dead person become one. I watched one. that Family Guy episode. You're going to have to pull them out. <laughs> that actually happens. That is true. You oh, become yeah. one with your surroundings. Nature versus nurture and nature takes over again. And you get reclaimed and you get drawn back into the soil and the ground is what takes place. You're going to have to get a fish slice just to remove them. A fish slicer? Any kind of uh, Bledding kitchen instrument. Yeah, paring knife, <laughs> cheese wire. Potato peeler. You can go through the... That sounds like the last time Potato I went and got a pedicure. <laughs> These oh, are all the things. Oh my God, yeah. All the things the Korean woman did to my feet when I got a pedicure. I'm that was my favourite. I love her. Terrible. I tipped her extra. You're a very funny man. You make me laugh. Get off me. <laughs> My feet are bleeding. What's wrong with you? Oh, you're funny man. No, I'm not funny man. You're causing me pain. You're very funny man. You make me laugh. Get off me. She went to the kitchen, got a cheese grater. It was blood everywhere. It was funny. I told her just my name, rank and number. She wasn't getting any more out of me. Oh, my God. I also told her I wasn't personally responsible for the bombs that went off in Nagasaki and Hiroshima. I think you have pictures of that somewhere. Yes. The tears were running down my face. I've never been in so much pain. And I'm telling the woman to get off me. She's laughing, going, you funny man. (laughs) You want black? You want white? You want hot pink? No, I want my toenails back. You've pulled my toenails out. What color did you get? 
I just went with the plane. I didn't, you know, Clear. got time to mess around, have I? Oh, well, Time whatever. for that shizzle. Shizzle. <laughs> Michelle, what have you got next for me in the round of Not For Your Mother? Oh, I'm going to tell you about some new emojis coming to your iPhone and Android in 2019. Things to look forward to in life. Yes. Hundreds of new emoji are coming to your phone this year, including a very rude hand gesture. A pinching motion that some people say is to mean a small penis is among 270 new emoji revealed today. What else could it possibly mean when you make that little sign with your thumb and finger? I just like, want a little pepper. You just want a small amount. I just want just a little bit a of little pepper. loving. You want a small amount of loving. A pinch you. You want to pinch me. <laughs> Pinch a chew. That's... I have no idea. That's some sort of animal, isn't it? All the kids are into. I have no idea. Are you trying to make a Pokemon some reference? Sort of, I have no clue what any of this stuff miserably. is. Honestly, I'm losing my grip on the day. I have no idea what the youth of today are into. Oh, I know they walk around the streets looking for strange creatures that don't exist while uh, everyone else is reading books and furthering themselves. The big theme of this year's update is inclusion with a number of physical disabilities represented by cartoon characters. Emoji now cover wheelchairs, mechanical arms and legs, midgets, sign language, and even hearing aids. I want midgets. Yeah. There's also a bigger range of skin tones and relationship types. In I thought the... you were going to say skin tags. <laughs> yes, emoji Those skin tags. Those things gross me out. I'm sorry, but I... I can no show likey. you a skin tag right now. I don't. can. Let me take my shirt off. Hang on. Look at that. It's That's like a punch disgusting. bag. You need to go to the doctor. You can draw a face on it. Look, I do a smiley face. Down. It does have a face. Like a little current, like a raisin stuck on my back. Look at it. Oh, it's God. It's like a Fiji mermaid. Mm-hmm. It's like total recall. There's another... I'm going to clip it off when you're asleep. Lovely. We're going to call him Hal. Yeah. Hal skin tag. Yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> good name as any, I guess. There's also a bigger range of skin tones and relationship types in the latest update, with a bunch of new variants of people holding hands. These include a series of non-specific gender couples with no clear way of telling if they're male or female. A red drop of liquid included in the update has been confirmed as an official Period blood emoji. What's wrong with these people? There's a period what? blood emoji. Yep. How about I just want to kill them emoji? <sighs> Which is part of an effort to break down stigma surrounding women's time of the month. It comes after a campaign led by Plan International UK saw more than 55,000 people calling for a period emoji. It wasn't me. Why would you want to even send that to someone? Sorry, I can't come swimming. Sorry, I can't go horseback I'm riding. I'm not pregnant. I'm not pregnant. Yeah, that's probably what it's for, yeah. Oh. Yikes. Or are you on your period emoji? Yeah. I want to come Booty over. Call. Oh, man. Okay, we'll resolve that problem then, haven't we? Obviously, there's go lots of uses for this, yes. yeah. Outside of humans, an orangutan, otter, flamingo, and a sloth have been added to the animal emoji at your disposal. Circles and squares have also been given new colors, and the much-requested white heart is finally available. The symbols are a part of Unicode Emoji 12.0, a list of new emoji created for the unicorn 
not Unicorn Unicode Consortium. I'm I sure like there's unicorn. already unicorns. Yeah. <laughs> I want a unicorn now. <laughs> See? You're getting my hopes up. It was up, Freudian. Sorry. The rocks. Oh, it includes 59 distinct new emojis, which means there are 230 new emoji in total when gender and skin tone variations are taken into account. I don't have time for that. In- I just want to say highlights include a pair of underpants. Okay. Are you wearing any underpants, period emoji? I've mm. lost my underpants. <laughs> On the freeway. Small, small penis emoji. <laughs> <laughs> it's Minnesota. It's cold. Ice cubes. An ace. A banjo. A banjo. Yep. Ding, 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 ding. I've lost my pants. Banjo emoji. Yeah. Oh, banjo Well, string. we can find your pants with the guide dog emoji. Nice. A waffle, because <laughs> I know what I'd put before the waffle. What? Twat. Oh, no. <laughs> I always say that, you twat waffle. I know. What's wrong with you two? Nothing. Nothing but meanness. Nothing but nastiness. Angry Americans alienated due to the fact they've been told the American dream exists while the rest of the world's actually awake. And now you're angry about oh, it. Oh, yeah, the rest of the world is so weak. Yeah. Yawning emoji also. I use that during the show. Oh. Yeah. But it was one emoji in particular that turned emoji fans' heads, and that is the pinching hand. But many people have suggested it will be used to suggest the size of a man's willy. Willy. Yeah. No, so there you go. Suggesting. Mm-hmm. Implications are there. Wow. You leave this show with more than you arrive with. What have you got for me in the round of NFM, Miss Morris? This is why we can't have cameras in the studio. When we get the cameras in here, you can't be doing this carry-on. It's rude. (laughs) We're going to be doing it all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see what you've done Well, I have a story that I (gasps) think at least a couple people, maybe just one, will have a fascination with. Are you ready? Do it. This man gives a new meaning to the words... Sex pest. Sex pest? Sex pest. pest. Sex pest. Sex pest. I am your sex pest. (laughs) After he confessed, he dated a cockroach called Lisa for a year who he obsessed about having sex with. That's so weird. Disturbing a little bit. That reminds me of the trial by Franz Kafka. Doesn't he have a dream where he turns into a cockroach or something? Yeah, that's a whole story. That's right. And his sister kills him. From Prague. Yeah, this is the Czech Republic. We're very cultured on this show. We can go from small willy emojis. Metamorphosis. That's it. You've Mm. got it. This isn't the same person or the same story. Yuma Shinohara, 25, called the bug his first love oh he's very a first love and said though the relationship was platonic he fantasized frequently about betting her either with himself insect-sized or with lisa being human-sized kafka that's right he wanted to have sex with a cockroach named lisa well chad say he could write a phd paper on he this. probably could i'm so wishing he would he also said that no human girl was as hot as lisa the cockroach and that they were if you get turned on by legs they do have a number of them don't they they were a hundred percent serious about each other but events took an even more macabre turn when lisa left him for another cockroach oh never die she died 
That's rough trot. And then Yuma ate her. <gasps> oh. oh! That's like a Black Widow <laughs> spider, Wait isn't it? Wait a second. It? <laughs> Crunchy. It'd be like... <laughs> Special black, black crunchy tiger prawns. Yeah, it wouldn't go down. <laughs> Let me get this leg out yeah. of my tooth. I went to an Indian <laughs> restaurant that got closed down by the health inspectors because they were serving <gasps> special black crunchy tiger prawns. Oh, no, no, you didn't. Don't have the prawn biryani. Oh, Yuma is an entomophologist. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Let me try that one again. Hang on, a genie appeared somewhere in the world. Entomophologist. Entomophologist. No, there's no L in there, trust me. Which means he advocates and practices eating insects as an alternative to meat for environmental reasons. He is well known for organizing bug-eating contests in his native Japan. He's got problems. In a video interview with Asian Boss, Yuma said he bought Lisa as an African farm-reared cockroach. Farm-reared. And that he believed they could communicate with each other. She was with organic. Antennae. Organic. Love you. Want to long time. with you. You're so horny. Why am I here? You like my legs. I like you. I can survive nuclear war. <laughs> I don't mind these cockroaches, but you wouldn't want your daughter marrying one, would you? <laughs> he also said that as an entomophologist, it was only natural. He ate her once she died. Because Absolutely. you probably should. Yuma added. Tastes like prawns. I did it with much reverence. Yeah, he lit a candle and had his dinner. The day she passed away was very difficult. Me cry long time, but I knew I had to. We're going to get letters. Since she was a cockroach, I had to go. She you knew had, her since she was an egg. She had a very short, like pinchy emoji icon life. Mm. Yeah. Now Lisa live in my heart. She continues living as part of my body as I absorb her innards in her guts and all her legs. There are tribes around the world that believe if you eat your elders, you take on board their knowledge and wisdom. Well, he did it, and yeah, I can't even go into it. Eating insects is actually becoming more popular as an alternative to meat because less land is used for farming and less damage is caused to the environment as a result. And if you want a snack, you can just lift up a rock. Oh, gross. <sighs> Yuda Yuma said he does eat other food, but there was a wide variety of taste among edible insects. And I have a helpful tip for some people. Cockroach mm -hmm. McNuggets. No, this, this does help, you know, in case you have a craving. Okay. For instance... He said caterpillars, oh, which nope. eat cherry blossom, taste like rice cake. Rice cake Squishy. doesn't taste that great. Rice cake tastes terrible. Nothing. It tastes, styrofoam. Like, tastes like air. So if I feed my caterpillar cherry blossom, cherry blossom, it'll taste as terrible as a rice cake. Yes. Well, let's get on that then. What have yes. I, my rice cake days are over. I've mm. been a fool. Well, you could think sexually about a cockroach named... Lisa, Lovely. and then Eater. Sweet Bug Love or Heavens Above. You decide, go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers Ew. with Adrian Lee. Pranksters draw a huge woolly in the snow outside Jean-Claude Juncker's 
European Union. Jean-Claude Van Damme? Based Jean-Claude <gasps> Junkers. Oh. oh, well, then I'm not Jokers interested. drew this massive willy in the snow outside the European Commission, giving EU chiefs a laugh amid the debate over a looming hard Brexit. The pic was posted online <laughs> by a journalist. Trust me, we're bending over and taking that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The pic was posted online by a journalist from a source inside the Brussels headquarters mm. of President Jean-Claude Juncker, whose own spirits are thought to be drooping as the political ding-dong rumbles on. Wow. Nice. James Crisp, Brussels correspondent for the Daily Telegraph, wrote on Twitter, Some jokers had some fun with the snow under the European Commission in Brussels. The photo started a debate online as to whether the giant willy was drawn by a Brit or a Belgian or even some boozed up member of Parliament. One wrote that's definitely drawn by a Continental. Brits do cock and balls from a totally different perspective. (laughs) Oh my God. Are you serious? I have seen it. And? It's not British. It was definitely drawn by a foreigner. Was I mean, it's it? really well done, to be honest. I mean, it's one of the few times you look at it and think, yeah, you know it's what? professional. They've actually... Variation of thickness of line, good yes. use of scale. Was it circumvented? Composition. It was circus-sized, if that helps. Yeah. It covered the entire car park. Mm. While another added, it's clearly the Loch Ness Monster emerging yes. from the water. Could be. No. It's uh, worth a look, I would it's suggest. It's Great drawing in the snow. Or that just has to blow. You decide. Oh, Go to our Facebook no, site didn't. and see the giant mm-hmm. European snow willy for yourself. Miss Morris has the last story of the evening in the round of Not For Your Mother. Yes, a man was left writhing in agony after his wife... That seems incredible, isn't it? After his yes. wife allegedly hacked off his penis. Well, allegedly. It's either off or it's yeah. on. And then she stir-fried it in a pan of noodles. No oh, way! Yeah. In front of him? I don't know oh. if he was alive or not. But yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if he was alive or not. Cock a van she made <laughs> without the van. Oh. A highly disturbing image or images, which many people are convinced are part of a stomach-churning hoax, maybe, show a man lying on the bed covered in blood and then slapping his willy on the floor and having it not be able to be cleaned up apparently but a second picture shows a bowl of noodle <gasps> with what appears to be chunks of penis in it dick lo mm, yeah mm. this is a sports caster very he? big noodle <laughs> dick lo we're now going over to dick lo with the latest sports news <laughs> Tell us about the Cubs this evening. Very big noodle. Mmm. Mm, very big straw. It's all about yeah. food and willies tonight, isn't it? Yeah. There's a well, theme. <laughs> the images have not been verified as real, you know, just in case you were wondering, but they probably are. If you overcook it, it goes rubbery and it does make its own sauce. Nobody wants a burnt Willis. No one wants burnt willy. Or a chewy willy. Or a chewy willy. I don't want a chewy willy. Well... We'll see. But I'll make sure that doesn't happen. I like chewy bacon. But not chewy <laughs> I willies. Don't. I love chewy bacon. Mm, no, I no. don't like chewy bacon. No. I think we should have a vote. Chewy bacon, crispy bacon, middle bacon. I like chewy. I like middle to crispy. The bar closes soon. Okay, Hurry okay. up. I don't care. Do you want to be part of a noodle? Wow. Bowl. I got time. Stir fry. Be very filling. You won't get through it all. You'll have to oh, save that's... some for tomorrow. Ugh. Take it home for your mother would be my advice. Gross. 
They were posted by the website Prolific Skins, who said an aggrieved wife has taken the adage, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned to another level. Well. According to the tweet shared by Whitney Barrel, the wife caught her husband sleeping with the house help, and she sliced off his male member, cooked it with noodles, and shared the photo on Snapchat, as everybody does. Yeah. I don't want to believe this story is true. See the graphic photos after the cut and tell us what you think. On another site, one reader demands, you should go to prison for good. I don't see why. You should go to prison for bad. So She should go shopping because she gets half off. Yeah. Damn. Is that all you've got to (laughs) offer? I'm sitting with my legs crossed. I'm not going to be able to look a bowl of noodles in the eye. This disturbing case comes after another woman killed her cheating husband using a frying pan and a kitchen knife before Wrong. chopping off his penis. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's actually very fitting. Yes. Lawyer... I went to go for a frying pan sound and the gong was sat there, so I yes, thought, Why Martin not? did it for yeah, you. Yeah, Mr. Sound Effect. Lawyer Udem Otiki. ODB. <laughs> and brothers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no Attorneys tiki. to the stars. Yep. No tiki no washi. 47. <laughs> is accused of murdering 50. No case too small. <laughs> <laughs> She's accused of murdering 50 year old Sim while preparing to travel to the UK from Lekki, Nigeria. She is alleged to have put a piece of his penis in his hand after cutting it off and telling his corpse. He is better off without it. What are you doing with your arm? (laughs) Good God. (laughs) No Tiki New Washi is said to have dual British (laughs) is alleged to have said, if your penis is the one that is giving you license to have the feeling of another person like this. Or a cockroach, apparently. It's better we just cut it off. Get rid of it. Yes, cut it out. Yes, cut, cut out it the off. poison. Get rid of it. All yeah. gone. I don't want to see it anymore. No. She allegedly knifed to death her husband then, which had to be fun. Yeah. Also a lawyer, but he can't defend himself now that he's dead, at their home last May, homicide police chief. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Oh, God. Is that his first name? Oh, lose a gun. The the police chief is called O. Lose (laughs) a gun. gun. I'm sure I left it around here somewhere. I'm not joking. It's O. Lose a gun. Bumadel told her. You'll be doing Damn it all. (laughs) Damn it all. No tiki no washi. Lose a gun. Oh, damn it all. (laughs) Said no tiki no washi. Who is charged with SIM cards, corpse, death. Yep. And she's being held in jail and pleading, I no do it. I didn't do it. I no guilty. It wasn't me. It's almost like we were there, isn't it? Well. Cook my willy or don't be so silly. (laughs) You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Well, all good things come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter and the dead battery is Heather who scored minus 92. I'm she wins winning. a set of ice skates and a curse and some cheesy nachos. That sounds like a good night out. <laughs> I love it. Mm. Did the ice rink for you there? I yeah. love it. I love it. Third place, 
is myself. I've scored 102. I scored 102 points and come third. How on earth does that nice. happen? I need a debilitating accident at a theme park overrun with feral cats. <laughs> and a midget team. A midget team of uh, individuals that haven't had a criminal background check. Mm. In second place tonight is Michelle, who scored 106. She gets a broken record collection and a full night in a mental institute in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Sounds quite good, actually. I might join you for a weekend. Yes. I didn't know you were going back. Yeah, normal weekend <laughs> for me. In first place, with a resplendent $33,000 IR camera as their prize, tonight is Chad Peters, who comes in with 100 and 50 points. Oh, yeah, take that, Michelle. He take wins this, a mysterious <laughs> ninja rat alien mouse. <laughs> take away meal for two with a side of alt I... semen. Mm. No. I call him Bob. Do not be a listener. <laughs> Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time, and I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre, and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show, and feel free to contact me anytime via our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers, with Adrian Lee, where we love reading out your comments about the show. You can also join my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore Tips. We currently have 100,000 followers on there and if you're looking for a good read this winter why not go onto amazon and search my name adrian lee the books mysterious minnesota mysterious midwest and how to be a christian psychic are on there for you and remember when you hear our outro music why not jump over to soundcloud search for mqta radio and you can hear an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show where we will be discussing nothing but complete filth you've been listening to more questions and answers the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world with adrian lee we are the very best in paranormal news radio entertainment the light before the darkness my gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to lorna hunter heather morris chad peters michelle corey and all of the international paranormal society interparanormal.net and all of the show's sponsors including the lakes area paranormal interest group and lufon of minnesota it just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested and interesting